Hello and welcome to Design World's Executive Edition, where we talk trends in engineering with top manufacturing and OEM leaders. I'm Paul Heaney, Editorial Director of Design World. Today I'm glad to welcome Ryan Schroeder, President of the Americas for IMI Precision Engineering, to the podcast. Now, many of you in the fluid power space will recognize IMI as the parent company of pneumatics leader Norgren. Ryan has vast experience in the motion and fluid power technology industries, and he holds an MBA from the Carlson School of Management at the University of Minnesota, as well as a BA in supply chain management from Michigan State. Thanks so much for joining us today, Ryan. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having me. Well, let's jump right into it. Ryan, what uh, trends are you seeing, uh, let's say, in automotion in general, and then more specifically in pneumatics? And then uh, relating to that, how is IMI Norgren responding to those trends? Yeah, that's a great question. I think from an automation perspective, the trend in the marketplace for sure is interconnectivity. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our customers tend to care less about whether it's pneumatic, hydraulic, or electromechanical. They care so much more about ease of connecting the system together, ability to get the products quickly, and flexibility. It's clearly going to the direction of connectivity. And then uh, last but not least, certainly not least, is uh, ability to pull data out of the system and uh, help make their systems run more efficiently. Okay, that makes sense. Now, Ryan, uh, your company announced uh, just last month that you're acquiring Bimba Manufacturing, which is uh, a pretty big shakeup in the pneumatics world, I have to say. Uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, you know where your product lines mesh well and where there's some overlap and, and how you see that fitting? Yeah, we are so excited to welcome the Bimba team into the IMI family. It is nearly a perfect fit from our perspective. It is the very top of our acquisition list. Mm-hmm. We're so happy to get this across the line. Where it fits, uh, really, if you think of Norgren, we've always been the strongest from a uh, air prep and uh, a FRL side of uh, the product line. Sure, sure. We do uh, we do decent on the valve side of the business, and we have a pretty broad product offering, including cylinders. But when you look at Bimba, they really are the dominant cylinder player, particularly for pneumatic round line cylinders in the marketplace. For sure, particularly in North America. So it fits perfectly with us. But furthermore, when you look at their footprint and you look at their path to market, they really genuinely uh, welcome their distributors. It's a core part of their business. Mm-hmm. And we we felt that's a great fit with Norgren having a very distant distributor-centric model as well. Sure. So at, at the core of it, at the core of it, the Bimba uh, cylinder business was what we were after. But we we're so happy to see what else comes along with the ride. So mm-hmm. back on, uh, we, we today do very little at Norgren on the uh, vacuum side of the business, mm-hmm. and their relatively recent acquisition of Vacon fits perfectly with us, and it'll help us uh, continue to enter that part of the uh, automation marketplace with, with the Vacon brand and mm-hmm. the products that come along with it. So you go to the other side of the country, and you look at their Acro acquisition, Acro mostly uh, makes pinch valves and mostly into the life science uh, sector. Often when you think of IMI precision engineering, you think of automation, or at least we think of automation. Mm-hmm. But a big chunk of our business is in life science with our clone business, as well as our KIP and FAS, FAS businesses in uh, Farmington and Switzerland, respectively. So bringing ACRO into that life science uh, play is really an important important uh, element for us. Uh, furthermore, they've uh, made an acquisition with Intech 
uh, an electromechanical actuation on the higher end and higher force uh, type of uh, applications. And that is something we do very little with today at IMI, and it's something we've really uh, been looking at a lot here recently. So you look at it all together, the core business fits perfectly with us, mm -hmm. and some of their subsidiaries are going to really help us uh, with uh, future growth and future acquisitions uh, sure. in the coming time. That makes sense. Uh, Ryan, what about a timeline for the acquisition? Uh, what, can you tell us a little bit of what will be happening behind the scenes during 2018, both yeah. you know, from the marketing side, from the engineering side? Sure. Yeah, so, you know, obviously it's not closed yet. We're looking to close it uh, hopefully in late January or early February, so we're trying to close very soon, but it's not closed yet. So mm -hmm. I have to point out that uh, until that happens, it's, it's not official. Once when it becomes official, we will look to on early days essentially to have BIMBA operate as they do today uh, Pat, the uh, president of BIMBA, will report to me, mm -hmm. and things will proceed uh, as as they do today. Obviously, we will look uh, to grow the business. Our synergies are not to cut cost, more so to grow, and that will be our focus. So taking advantage of uh, what ACRO does, as an example, and using our life science sales team to continue to uh, push their products in the marketplace, mm -hmm. and... Uh, looking to see from a distributor perspective how we can offer more to our distributors and their distributors than what they get today. That's going to be the early days of what we're looking to do. And the other the other things will come in due time, but that, that'll be the initial initial push. Furthermore, operationally, we certainly are going to look to improve both of our business. We think we can learn from them and they can learn from us and we'll, we'll definitely do uh, a good deal of work to improve operationally. Sure. Now, besides besides the acquisition, uh, what is IMI's corporate outlook over the, the next, let's say, twelve to eighteen months? Yeah. So, from from IMI's perspective, we are really encouraged at what the outlook is for two thousand and eighteen. Mm -hmm. Going into two thousand and nineteen, we'll have to really see what what comes. But going into two thousand and eighteen. Looking at industrial automation, we obviously are a part of NFPA, and we take their uh, economic forecasts very seriously, mm -hmm. and we expect we will meet or exceed their economic forecasts. We're thinking we will be able to take market share in the, in the year, so we would expect to meet or exceed that economic forecast. That's on the automation side. Life science, same thing. Life sciences forecasted increase 4% from a market perspective. We are expecting to increase a bit more than that. And then uh, we've seen energy continue to bounce back nicely, which is great. And our automotive implant business out of Detroit, uh, we expect to have a slight growth there. So all in all, all of our verticals are expecting growth in 2018. I think this could be the first time we've ever seen that. Hmm. Let's switch gears just a little bit, Ryan. Can we talk a little bit about the IoT um in your mind, is that something that's overblown? Is that something that's underestimated? What is uh, what is IMI's uh, goals with IoT? Are you uh, creating IoT compatible components or systems, or, or what's your stance on it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of comes back to the first question. I, I think IoT is it overblown? I, no, I don't think it's overblown. I think it is a uh, it's something that five, six, seven years from now, won't be thought of the same way as it is today. Not because mm -hmm. it's overblown, but because it will just be a part of everything we do. Interconnectivity and data collection will be a part of everything we do. It is undoubtedly the direction 
the industry is going, mm -hmm. and we have to be ready for it. And indeed, we are getting ready for it. Pretty well every single product that we launch in the marketplace has um, interconnectivity built into it. Mm -hmm. We're not launching products that aren't IoT ready. Uh, we, we know that's an important piece of it. Now, unlike some of our competitors and some other players in the marketplace, we're not necessarily today planning to make a move to uh, gather the data and, uh, and and do anything with the data today. That is something we may look to do in the future, but instead we see our important role in the marketplace is to provide the data and have products that are able to provide that data. All right. And one last question, Ryan. Uh, let's talk a little bit about green engineering. How, how important is green to, to IMI Norgren? Are there any uh, any initiatives that you're working on, whether that be on a product level or maybe on a manufacturing level? Well, from a manufacturing level, it is a an objective of every single one of our factories mm. to consume less energy and be more efficient year after year after year. So it is part of hard initiatives for every factory. We take it seriously. Everything from uh, air loss on pneumatic systems to energy consumption, to infrared heat uh, analysis, to make sure we are not uh, we do not have any hot spots in our electrical systems in our factory. So we take that very seriously. We operate in a way where we have as little of a footprint on our communities we operate in as possible. And you know things like light lighting, and when we're replacing our roofs, we're making sure we're using reflective roofing and the proper level of uh, insulation and so forth. So we take that very seriously. And uh, we have for some time. With regard to our products, it is definitely important. So, you know, you know in some products more than others, on the mm -hmm. mobile side of the business, weight and efficiency, uh, efficiency from an air perspective, but also from an electrical consumption perspective, tends to be very important. And we put a lot of emphasis on that. Some of our products in our commercial vehicles uh, marketplace, as an example, the energy to actuate a valve is uh, puts the total system right to the edge of ability to have to go to the next fuse level. And for that reason, we work really hard with our valve technology and solenoid technology, such as latching solenoids and the like, to consume as little um, energy as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. On the pneumatic side, uh, many of our new products, we're coming out with the Exelon Plus line that uh, goes a great length to make sure that we are minimizing the air loss from cycles and the like. So we do take it very seriously. It's something that uh, certainly is more important in certain marketplaces than others, but we operate so broadly in the marketplace, we have to be there or we're going to miss opportunities and we recognize that. Not to mention it's the right thing to do for the, for the industry and for the world. Sure. All right. Well, Ryan, thanks once again for joining us today. Thank you very much, Paul. I appreciate the time.